All right, everybody. Welcome back to Art and Labor, the podcast dedicated to the ongoing struggle to survive um, as an art and or cultural worker. We got the full trinity for you, our dear <laughs> lovers on um, out there. Uh, I am OK Fox with me, Lucia Love and Sarah Crow. What's up? Sup, so dude. good to uh, talk to you all. Um, do you do you want me to set the stage with um one of the Mao Zedong poems in my <laughs> Mao Zedong poem book? It's very short. With the disclaimer, with the disclaimer that uh we're not we're not all agreed on Mao, but yes. Um, yeah, not a big. Uh, I don't know. Mao's crazy. <laughs> well. Uh, maybe maybe this will make you bro mouth out the national more like you already do would (laughs) come help the people against imperial anyway this is called militia women and it was an inscription on a photograph february 1961 how bright and brave they look shouldering five foot rifles on the parade ground lit up by the first gleams of day China's daughters have high aspiring minds. They love their battle array, not skill, not silks and satin. Dude, hey. all I can think is about how Gender. many people he gave STDs to. <laughs> that was the one that, that how many <laughs> women did he send that to? All I can think about is well, oh, how about instead you just women, think of like swag, swag master. Just think Ew. of just all those like cute photos of like um like Colombian women uh breastfeeding with rifles. Yeah, that's cute too. So the that's thing cute. is like I would rather hear I just want to hear it from the ladies, you know. I'd it's I like true. a little like yeah. self-pride. I don't want to hear Mao like telling me like his yeah, exactly. Cuz he and his whole thing about like him needing to like fuck and mass Mm. well i thought it would be a good counter disease it would be a good counter to our our episode today which is going to 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 be about the 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 need for for women to be performing (laughs) yeah absolutely women really be performing out there really be performing um 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 Sarah, do you want to give a little context? No, oh, yeah, I mean, Justin, this kind of about. came from a conversation that that we had had a month ago now, which uh, was itself already kind of a month late to the party. Um, but we're like, busy. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. It's anyway, cool. <laughs> um, so if anybody on Earth is still interested, I think that you should be um, interested in in the NPC uh, TikTok live streams. I I think there is. This is a very art and labor heavy, um, uh, uh, little mine of content. I think uh, in that like. So a lot of different forms of art. And then it also has a relationship to kind of performance arts history. Uh, and I mean, do do any of you guys want to, it, it mostly got popularized mm. through Ice Cream Yum Yum So Good Girl, Pinky Doll, who Pinky actually doll. I just was watching more stuff of hers last night. She's trying to make a like Cardi B style 
uh turn into into rap which it's she got she got picked up by hollywood very quick um especially as like a strike breaker <laughs> she was like she's That's like i'm right. getting flown to hollywood i'm gonna do a thing and it's like yeah of course you are <laughs> Fucking, there's a strike right yeah now. that was yeah you it, yeah i mean the thing was like when i i'll i'll admit it i loved loved cardi b's instagram back in the day but when i remember when she was like i'm recording an album like fuck all of you i was like okay all right cardi like and then she, yeah, you and everyone. And then she and now was she's a the queen of the queen of Brooklyn and Brooklyn. royalty. Isn't she from Brooklyn? Am I crazy? No, she's from the Bronx. Oh, sorry. God, she's Bronx strong. Bronx. Um, <laughs> pull my card. We don't. Out. We don't get to. We don't. Get I'm to a Queens her. nationalist. I don't know any of this bullshit. I don't it's know. true. <laughs> yeah, it might as well be a foreign country to you. <laughs> <laughs> But I had no idea that Cardi B was popular on Instagram first. That makes a lot of sense. She, oh, yeah. Cardi yeah. B, like, did her whole pregnancy on Instagram. Yeah. Whole pregnancy. Huge. She was oh. she was uh, a lot of, like, a little problematic, but very funny uh, uh, talking shit about other strippers in the scenes. Right. I, I I do vaguely remember like listening to someone tell me about this because I'm like I'm not the most Instagram literate person. To be no, it was totally a friend of mine who um <laughs> who, who put me onto it. I'm like I realized recently I only had Instagram for three years, thir- 2013 to 2016, and I've been off of it. it. You've been off the feels- stuff. It still feels like it's too much a part of my life, even though you literally can't even go look at instagram if you don't have an instagram account so yeah. i don't know what that <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a, a it's like just the thing you have to have like even if i know if, even if, like if you're just like uh you're mostly like doing most of your like money making in the real world like you still need to like post that you're gonna be in the real world on something <laughs> i know you want to talk about a little bit of labor for your art I think uh, it 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 uh, had a significant effect really on my ability <laughs> to have an art career. <laughs> it, it yeah, it sucks. It sucks that it's um you know uh I you know my favorite poll the Zephyr Teachout describes the <laughs> social media as an unaccountable unaccountable governing agency. So <laughs> they're just like complete. It's like completely privatized. Um, like public's public forums like it's great it's crazy that it's that like it's just like in the hands of these psychos that are literally gonna go like box each other in italy or whatever like control all of our lives oh they're not though (laughs) they're not gonna do it um i don't know apparently not uh as the most recent update is just um zuckerberg was like you know what I think you're not going to follow through. Is that true? Are you not going to do this? He basically was like, stop wasting my time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, yeah <laughs> let's he's do like, this or not. Uh, yeah. Put up or shut up. Yeah. And Musk was like, can we have like a, tr- like a trial run like in our backyard or something? <laughs> can we just like try it out first? 
That is so what a fucking bullshit. Like, why do these people have so much control over like te mass global telecommunications? It's insane. <laughs> like, the most I mean, like, you want inept psycho dudes. Like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, you would think that, but they're not really. It's not like they have the most control because they're all like kind of interchangeable. Like, you know, if Musk didn't exist then it would just be like oh, okay somebody else is gonna get plugged in as the ceo because it's like you know dorsey was in mm -hmm. musk is in the only things that change is like okay no you put this many words but also like you're allowed to do this you're not allowed to do that okay you come in you go out it's I like mean, just i guess the progressive liberal take like or like the zephyr teach out take would be like these should be like um uh elected officials or in, in these positions instead of CEOs. Well, yeah, sure. I, I guess. I get, yeah, like a government official is somehow above the crazy and is like, is like morally pure enough to have their, um, you know, guidelines be the best for the population. And it or wouldn't, something. and it wouldn't be like it would be in, like, it, I'm not saying like, well, for me, I, I'm not saying that it, it should just be like, oh, instead of a CEO, it's like one one president, one president of Facebook. It would to me, mm. it would be a, a you know a network, a decentralized, a, network? a decentralized network where there's one of those a, a, a governing officials over the, the actual like um, you know different areas <laughs> of like physical areas that the the um, servers exist in or whatever i don't know. I don't know i mean it just feels like okay so there's like a group of people running it there's one person who's a C it's like the ceo is not really running it there is a group of people managing this stuff there is there is a group of people looking through everything and mod you know modding and well, the model would be the people, post office like, right it would be yes like, the model sorry the model needs to be needs the to uh time and attendance system i use on a state-run website for my job, oh which my <laughs> is basically unusable. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think social media should be. Nationalized. It should be unusable. That's the it, best thing. I've it ever should heard. be so <laughs> annoying that it's literally like impossible to get into it until it sends you an email warning oh that's like you're really late on this on on posting your be real uh click here <laughs> to find out more <laughs> like, Hell yeah what if it was good though i'm just like desperate to like be like what if it was good what I if just, it was good though i, I mean what it, would good it, even look like it was or or my other um not nihilist take is that the it should be destroyed and the, we shouldn't be allowed to have the internet it's too the olakaki boards can live <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah it's kind of getting into there's something like behind this conversation about structure which is like what lies in the heart of man and it's not good and you know we're here with everybody watching year after year as everybody's brains completely melt into each other and like you know we're just we're up against things we never wanted to see yeah but there's well, like stuff too times square sells anime figures now oh who <laughs> just like Ray? all the all the gift stores like all the i love new york gift stores have like just like a shitload of anime figures now is it just the like uh <laughs> Is it just stuff like fairy tale, like something that was insanely popular for like five years 
but no one even thinks about now i mean the the seo for like uh, like they for like these stores is like dragon ball z one piece oh well yeah naruto demon slayer the big sailor moon the the basics the basics yeah and it's like classical next to like the the trump bobbleheads and like you know statue Mm. of liberties Mm. uh that's where we're at. That's where that's where culture's at. Uh, I'll say, um, I rewatched uh, Princess Mononoke for the first time in like 10, 15 years. Perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. It it really is. Um, it's it's a perfect movie. movie. It really great is. Movie. Anyway. <laughs> great movie. Good, a lot, <laughs> lot to consider if we want to save the forest. <laughs> I do I do like that the pr- Princess Mononoke figure has become like uh, in under in like, you know, anarchist uh you know uh stop the you know save the atlanta forest stuff that's the popular iconography right now. wait really yeah yeah no I but see they, it they lost the that's the whole point i well princess mononoke is about losing in that you have to pick it that's why it's a perfect movie it ends the forest is dead like they're gonna rebuild the iron mine they've won and the it's like your task is not over like you, you need to fight and win against this. Yeah, but the whole thing is like the Princess Mononoke, and then she's the fighting, and though. the cool. She looks cool. She looks cool on the wolf. She's fighting. <laughs> wolf, she wolf is. is cool. Trying. She's trying. She's trying, and well, that but then yes, that's true. Yes, don't think about it. She, she's like <laughs> no spoilers. Well, no, at the end, she's like fuck you, like fuck you. We lost. I hate you guys. <laughs> like, yeah. There is no. There's no like actual resolution uh and i think like, it's for like the forest spirit like kind of remains intact in a way no it dies it? no it but it, part it of it shit. it's about like the rejuvenation of it like spoiler alert for princess mononoke came out in 1997 <laughs> or something um... <sighs> yeah i think you're thinking of fern gully <laughs> oh, Fern Gully rocks too. Though. Fern Gully, the Fern forest Gully comes back. The Fern Gully ties it up Ooh, into a little so... bow and and says, "Like, look, we can say, like, we, we can, can do it." And this is oh, Pom Poco, another Miyazaki movie, a similar movie about like the forest creatures rising up against condo developers. Oh my God, is that the one about the Tanuki? Yeah. Okay, I've never seen that one. I need to. <laughs> I I don't know. Um. All right, yeah, so I mean, we're talking so. about NPCs um, today, yeah, and we're yeah, talking we about on. the influence of NPCs on this trend that's like affecting the way that people are um, experiencing reality and experiencing human connection. And uh, the, the we're... new age of hikikomori, U.S. edition. Yeah, atomization. We're going through something. I think Sarah kind of wanted to bring up some things about what she was seeing um, with like these relationships to the uh, audience and these people who are like on TikTok doing these performances and like making it their living and making it their art. Yeah, so I... um... I don't know if this was in the, the last recording we are done, but the, the ice cream so good girl, she is still currently, I think, making about 10K a day. The actual amount of money varies, I think, from stream to stream. 
but uh, Pinky Doll, who is kind of experienced, it's weird when you watch to see somebody who is like clearly uh, not going to last past like this one meteoric moment of their life really like still commit to it so like you were saying okay gets flown out to hollywood because there's a strike and right. she doesn't seem to give a fuck about it um and not that i would necessarily even expect somebody who's doing npc live streams on tiktok to to, to pay attention to like uh hollywood contracts negotiations but um, I mean, this is a very like late to the trend episode, but I think like we had a pretty productive conversation about this like a month ago. And, uh, I, I think that there is something to like, my main thing was feeling that this is kind of a response to a type of hikikomorification of the United States where, men in particular are very upset with streamers and VTubers. Um, and I think like, I don't know, do you guys have any, how, how did you feel about the, the, the NPC trend while it was super hot? It's still kind of happening, but not really much anymore. I, I do feel like um, there was like people doing it before, like who is that like gray haired, like, uh, Korean yeah. Japanese woman who was doing it. She was like the she was the blueprint. I feel like yeah, she was where's the blueprint. my? Oh my um, and then I I I do like I Natue Coco. I can't remember because yeah, Natue Coco is the one yeah. who's getting all of these big um thing mm. pieces out now, and she's talking about stuff. She's like, look, it's a science experiment. It's like this social experiment where I just put myself out there. And then, like, I'm learning so much about humanity because of the responses that I'm getting back for my performance. And people mm. are like, she's actually super deep, you guys. It's actually, like, super, super deep. So you have to look at it with a critical lens. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's, like, really yeah. great when a think piece, like, tells you you have to use a critical lens to look at mm -hmm. someone. Like, like, I don't do it at every little it's like fucking thing yeah. i do in my whole life yeah. okay all the time no but you really need to think about this one though <laughs> okay I, will. I mean she was she's she is i think like still kind of doing it like no one else in the game in that she like figured out how to i think she literally figured out like maybe backwards uh invented um like ventriloquism in that like <laughs> she's able to speak on a delay with her speech which is kind of insane to me wow. and it it cool it perfectly ex i'm saying there's yeah, a, yeah. there is an extreme level of craft and that's what was so funny about everybody jumping on this trend was it like what you ended up was seeing a bunch of people extremely frustrated at like how difficult it was and it is kind of why i think also pinky doll was like stayed on top of the npc game because for whatever reason she was very talented at this one thing which i do also like to see if somebody discovers a profitable talent mm. uh, i'm doing my b-reel right now i've been thinking about <laughs> like all right so you know knowing that we were going to be having a discussion loosely based around this i was looking back at these articles that were about like 
kind of like coming from the other side, um, crafting NPCs in games to be more mm. human. Oh, yeah. And cool. um, I was like looking back at these articles that were like early aughts and then up to like, you know, tw 2010, 2012. And they were saying, oh, you know, it's like um, we're seeing the development of like this open world thing happening and you can go around and you can talk to people. And, you know, obviously we had like the whole Grand Theft Auto thing where it's like, haha, the world is a playground where you could just like kill and, and people you know. literally play cops and robbers on their role play all day yeah. yeah and and it was sort of like oh but you know how do you make this more satisfying or more like engaging by making the npcs have these affects that are more real and then from that you add this like world of different social medias where you know it's like i was even seeing just random dudes on um youtube being like bro uh -huh, look me i look like i'm in video game i'm a, uh -huh, i'm walking like an npc and just like this has been going on for years but then you get these like personalities that are like no it's a thing now so it's like oh yeah it's kind of a it's kind of been a long time coming where we see like the world of games and then the real world kind of clashing with each other or like creating this feedback loop yeah mm. Well, part of it too is the um the 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 monetization aspect and like like the fact that TikTok didn't used to have these like the uh, it, like integration like Twitch too right like Twitch mm -hmm. Twitch is more recent than YouTube for example um whereas like th they there's like a, an aspect to like monetization like a very very early art and labor labor episode like. I'm talking like episode 12, baby, was on um, Nassim, Nassim Saab's The, the YouTube mm -hmm. Shooter. Mm -hmm. A and classic. Her, yes. Our um, patron yes. saint. Our patron saint. <laughs> watching, trying to like, trying to do like kind of old school uh, Luddite almost tac tactics of like, you know, Try, trying to get like more like direct worker control over these algorithms that monetize that pay out and uh but it's just it but the of course the total opposite has happened where it's just become more and more of a, a casino and like you are the human slot machine within the casino <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah and then yeah so we've reached this like full on um like acceptance of the model of interaction as being this like it's it's like so completely alienated that you can you you really can see yourself just as this like bit player but however well you play this non-player is how well you make it in this social sphere now right and yeah oh i'm sorry you go ahead sarah no, 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 no. Go for it. I was uh, the one I've been chomping at the bit to the point that I'm always obsessed with bringing up is um, the uh, the flattening of irony and sincerity on the Internet. Um, mm. It's like because Pinky Doll got so popular from like people, including me, like tweeting. Well, I tweeted it as like a I want I, my my quote tweet of Pinky Doll was um, I want Connor O'Malley to do this. I mean he did or yeah he needs I mean, to yeah, i like... want him to do the actual tiktok <laughs> i want him to make a tiktok and like do the whole thing but like uh the 
you know, it's like, like just like thousands and thousands of people being like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? And it's like, every time you do that, it's an advertisement for people to then go like, yeah, like watch the thing and participate in. The and thing. the thing is pretty devoid of content at this point. It's just sort of like, oh, what the? I mean, it kind of is what it is. It's not like ugh. everyone wants to see behind the curtain, but it's like, OK, guys, it might just be a curtain like it. Just <laughs> I mean, I think that a lot of the appeal for the guys who are actually, I mean, the people, I don't know. Um, I'm going to assume it's mostly men that are actually paying these out on like a Pinky Doll stream or an, a Natue Coco stream um, where there's like this extremely structured type of interaction. They don't have to ask any actual like in a normal TikTok live or Twitch or stream or whatever, you're kind of expected to ask like something you would ask a human and you don't necessarily know what the answer is going to be. But then this is this weird kind of like babyfication interaction where uh, you're you're button mashing. You're just trying to see, well, what does she say to the, like the ice cube or some or like what does she say about the galaxy? Um, or alternately, I think there's the kind of more fetish fucked up part of it where um it had reminded me really instantly of guys who are very into mannequins and it's uh so there used to be this like thriving youtube community i i think the accounts got deleted so i i don't follow these like long playlists of guys who are obsessed with like dentine ice commercials or like stuff from like wb shows where like dan Harmon gets... was one of those people he, he really? talked all the time about having a mannequin leg that he would jerk off to. Yes, yes. So there's like, what's weird about it, though, is there's some people who are very into the mannequin or they're very into a statue. And there's even that like, I think it's Ptolemy or Pliny has a story about like, you know, they had this great statue of uh, Aphrodite at Knossos, but they had to take it down. Too many people were trying to fuck her. Like they, every day they were cleaning cum off of the statue. So it's it's a very Same. old yeah. <laughs> but like the 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 more you kind of look into it and look into this community, it's usually called ASFR after the Usenet group alt sex fetish robot. Um is is usually the uh the exciting part for a lot of these people is that there's actually a consciousness kind of trapped into those forms. Um, and so it's somebody who is turning into a statue and now they're completely helpless and immobile, you know? And I think that the, I, I do think that the NPC stuff, like there's a little bit of perversity to knowing that like they have to respond to you. And it, it, it kind of, like I may have mentioned before, like, um, I had been seeing content for years that was guys who were really angry about like donating their entire paycheck to a streamer. And she just goes like, thanks, Jace. Thanks for the support. And then like they like, feel entitled move to move on. Like it, it's exactly. like, they, they're like wannabe fin dom people. Like they want to. Yeah. Be it's micro transactions, yes. micro transaction fin doming or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's so bizarre to me because there's this whole, like like okay the the layers of distance between mm -hmm. oh like i'm imagining that there's like a sculpture but there's like a lady like that's inside of it 
And then there's people who actually do bondage, right. you know? Yeah. It's not about, <laughs> it's like, okay, if you guys like are kinky, like what you can't get to the point even where you're like, I'm kinky. I'm going to just watch kinky yeah. stuff oh, and no. then get a kinky play partner. And like, it's very repressed. Yeah. No, that yeah, would it's require so them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would require them doing any sort of like self reflecting or examination. Yeah. Or just yeah. buying, you know, if you stopped sending so many sending so many roses to these girls online you can buy yourself one of those cubes with the latex inside of it that you can hook up a vacuum to and then have somebody in the cute cube Um. (laughs) yeah but i mean this is this is what i was thinking about it because it all this like the 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 distance between like the desire and action in these Mm. um examples of behavior it reminds me of how people are like making a mental illness out of the concept of like being a protagonist in your own life where it's Mm -hmm. like you know it's like oh look at that person they're like have major protagonist energy what an asshole it's like they think that they're in their life like what a what a jerk you're like actually going out and doing things and thinking that you're like how dare you not be an npc how dare you yeah so there's like it's like (laughs) the people who are attracted to the npc are themselves seeing a piece of themselves reflected you know they're like oh i'm obviously i'm an npc i'm like i don't have any agency in my life i go to a job where i do my little script and then like i can't even get up the courage to like actually accept my own kinkiness so i'm gonna go and like find someone that reflects the trappedness that i feel yeah. like yeah no it make that makes a lot of sense um these these dudes like um i mean it's why is it often dudes too who are like uh hikikomoris i feel like a lot of the times it's like a it's an enabling thing like i don't know as someone who grew up well it's also because women just are like oh sorry you're actually you're taking care of your parents right 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 like yeah i grew up with people that's yeah that's about what is it literally about to say oh sorry no 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 because i know it's all good because it's i'm just saying i agree because i have three brothers and i'm the only trans one and I learned how to do laundry dishes. Mm-hmm. I learned how to uh, take care of children. That's, learned, that's you know. disgusting. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had all sisters, so it's like I never even saw. <laughs> and it's like, like it, 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 that's it, horrible. It, it's it's this weird psychological. Okay. It's this yeah. weird psychological thing where I'm like, well, damn, wouldn't it be cool if I I could have like uh been able to focus on like my own like passions and stuff like mo- as much <laughs> like you know yeah you could have skipped years of therapy years <laughs> that, yeah that is so masculine coded though too for me like if you're actually trying to engage with something or make progress or like like listen i'm actually like interested in this and have put time into like some something that's not like oh like i called everyone on my phone tree today (laughs) like 
I'm a man and managing reads a book. The, managing the emotions of like dozens and dozens of people and like um you know like raising other people's children and <laughs> uh, like there were these two girls that I was a babysitter for from when I was 12 years old to like That's when, fucked I, when up. I was like at the end of high school and I like saw those girls like at least once a week if not like you know twice or three times a week and um I watched them grow up I like watched them grow up I mean, that's kind of still, still a little beautiful, but (laughs) it was the miracle of life. Uh, But uh... like boyhood, right? (laughs) (laughs) I like, I I would like, I I would make them do like weird imagination games where I'm like, we're going to all pretend we're pirates and we're all going to. Boys, boys need to spend 20 years making a movie about watching a boy grow up. Right. Exactly. Girls girls just have a job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Man, all these filmmaking bros, they're like, yo, you ever fucking noticed these things grow? Yo, I made up a game um, Mm -hmm. I was playing with a friend of mine. Um, Okay. So it's like you make a punch card for people. And they have to punch like five things on the punch card before they're allowed to have a camera to make a movie. <laughs> and um, and so the game is like figuring out the things that would go on the punch card. We were thinking like, wow. oh, you have to like have like a service job for oh. at least like, yeah. three or four years. You have yeah. to like um, never make-, make above assistant manager. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you have to like um take care maybe one of them's taking care of a child like it doesn't have to be yours maybe you're a babysitter but maybe you're a teacher something where you're like just managing dealing with children and you don't fuck it up then you get a punch card at the end of that (laughs) or i mean a punch on your card yeah um you maybe have a hardship like um you go into debt Mm -hmm. and no one pays it for you yeah I think you can you can get a, a punch. Well, what happens like if could you like get a punch if you went to public school? No, um, that's no, that should yeah. be the because everyone should just be going to public school. No, but there is a um, there is a column for public school that's <laughs> like uh, you know, did you eat weird school lunches with like a yeah. slab of some kind of like reconstituted meat for like at least half of the time you were there? Mm-hmm. Were you like, yeah. How and, many yeah. how many of your classes had people sitting on the floor because they didn't have more than 30 desks in the classroom? Mm-hmm. No, that's very or true. I, I went to a good a lack of school. teachers. Yeah. Some people went to got to go to good public schools for sure. <laughs> yeah. A huge difference. I got I got the full gamut. I think, uh, but the the one that was like the you know quote unquote poorest was definitely had the best teachers, which was mm, anyway. I mean, but yeah, this is the good. thing. Yeah, you need anyway. experience. Yeah, you need experience if you're going to reflect experience, and there's too much of this like, oh, I just have the means to make something, so I made something about like my breakup i made a a movie about how like i can't go out with my girlfriend or something Mm -hmm. and may a thousand noah bombox bloom yeah psycho the worst psycho shit 
Which also think about like what are how about Lars and the Real Girl? Ugh. You know, it's like oh, there's this oh. genre of movie that's like oh, the poor guy. It's like sweet. He is dating a doll, and he's gonna learn maybe or maybe not like how to live or something. He's just like a flower him. sack baby, or like Air, like Darren Aronofsky, uh, Darren Aronofsky movies where they're just he's just like women are fucked. Women are fucked up oh my god yeah <laughs> and that's like oh, they're the problem like what are darren are aronofsky problem? movies like uh, uh the tree uh, of life uh, no i have wait did he do that because i haven't seen it if he did he did didn't he do like nymphomaniac and um no that's lars von trier oh that's I, get lars. Them I get them confused you know I what's fucked up though is that lars ends up though in i think melancholia the best possible version of like a girl who could be writing my year of rest and relaxation and instead is like i accept i accept death come with me like uh, yeah and it, that really is a mask which one did um black swan darren aronofsky right oh that is yeah did, yeah yeah no that. and he, he did i he did some he did the whale right which i have not seen you yeah, mean you either? No, I don't know. There's just all these like fucked up dude directors that like sometimes they they hit, sometimes they do hit. I'll even admit, like I got it. I'm I feel like I need to like this is my confessional right now, but I like mm. I had the urge because I'd never seen it to watch Chinatown, and yeah, um, it's honestly so brilliant and good. <laughs> do you want to know something a little uh a so little fucked. TMI in that it's a story from childhood is I like thought I was a little like I had I had to like I was in a class in in that middle school which was like the bad middle school but they had a class about film and you had to watch a movie every week and write a little bit about it and every mm -hmm. single time I was just like making my little scathing reviews as a 13 year old <laughs> and <laughs> I did one on Chinatown yo that's so cool it's cute. <laughs> I was like, this movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, kid. Go off. But it doesn't that, reflect I would my experience. It's actually very good. <laughs> and my teacher had to start writing. It's like, you need to talk about more than just the plot. Like, movies are more than plot. Which, honestly, some people could also learn a little bit about that. But tell us about Chinatown. <laughs> Uh, well, it, it's really it's it's cool because it's about like fucked up um, water wars stuff like California water wars, and it's like based on like real shit that like actually yeah. happened with like corrupt um, government officials and like you know Jack Nicholson is like this like PI, PI guy, but he's not like he's not like it's not like he's like a golden like he's he's still like mm. problematic and weird and like. Um, like there's a scene where he's like super um he like tells the, the 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 title of Chinatown is it it comes from like uh him uh being a cop he was a cop in Chinatown and they're all they have all this like traumatic PTSD oh, right and, like, um, yeah being cops in Chinatown and um and so then he like he gets out of Chinatown by having his own private eye practice of like finding you know ha have people hire him to figure out if their spouses are being uh doing infidelity or whatever but um he then he gets wrapped up into like investigating um 
like this uh mysterious water rerouting and it's like got all this like it's just like well done like it's really Wait, it's well literally done. about water wars yeah it's literally about water wars you should rewatch it <clears throat> that it, rocks it, 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 it but it's, it, you know it's made by a fucked up pedophile guy <laughs> like it, roman polanski's the director oh oh okay and, well it, it's i didn't like, know who that was when i was 13 Good. and then why would you and why and then i would never watch it again if i knew but because i was like i'm like watching all these like fucked up director guys and i'm like why don't i watch mm. the ultimate fucked up director because <laughs> uh, i also I watched know. the shuji teriyama movie and i i uh, shuji what's Teri- his deal shuji teriyama is actually awesome he had like a queer um like uh a theater troupe and like mm. the, the theater troupe is like in all his movies um but he did a movie with klaus kinski that's in english about like a chinese brothel um, oh my god <laughs> uh, uh we're like in movie corner right now but yeah, it, yeah. But, then I, but then i like looked up like klaus kinski's whole deal and he's also a fucked up pedophile and i was like god god damn it. <laughs> yeah but it's all Every right time because yeah. he because he he lived a torturous life <laughs> uh, yeah that was like that's like the thing with i think both of them is like oh they had all this like trauma from ho- being holocaust survivors or like whatever I, I that was like the polanski excuse or whatever and then like people like tarantino like still talk to him and like they because I, I think i fell down the rabbit hole because i was i watched uh, once upon a time in hollywood because mm-hmm. i never watched it and everybody loves it so much and i when I was a kid, I loved Tarantino, and then I like I had my like fuck Tarantino. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> and Roman Polanski is like depicted in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, because his his wife his was wife. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah um God, why do we even fall down that hole? Why do we fall down the Hollywood hole? Hey. Uh- <laughs> It's just to say, I think it is just to say that, like, all of the, like, established, well-trotted, like, you know, film is the highest acre- achievement of craft. It's like, um, we, it's like. Do we need to tie back in? Because, okay, here, um, we live in a media-saturated culture, and we experience reality through narrative, and everything we do and feel at this point reminds us probably of something that's been depicted and yet there are these people who feel the urge to be the ones who are crafting their experiences to keep feeding us little reality (laughs) bites and then the flip side of that is the actor a person who wants to exist inside of somebody's delusion inside of somebody's irreality and um and here they are the people who make themselves into npcs yo well and it's it's like it's the same people who like five years ago were obsessed with calling everyone else npcs aka non-trump supporters on 4chan you know i like it's it's I think to a certain extent, almost them like giving up on themselves and seeing that like they couldn't become what they thought Trump was going to make them. 
uh, or that 4chan was going to make them. It's cope, you know? right? It's cope because they yeah. couldn't get their little, they couldn't get their republic together. They couldn't, <clears throat> you know, they, they're powerless against the FBI and the court system. It seems that, um, and, and then, and then where are they going to, then where are they going to go? Then where are they? They're going to go online and they don't want to be, they don't want to be actors, right? It would be cool if yeah. they all like yeah. just became actors or like got really into like theater um like legitimately because to me it's like the npc learn a craft the people who are doing the npc acting it's like you're you're like an automat you're like a mm -hmm. you're like the self-contained performance um but it's really really actually really really fun to like be in a collaborative performance like with a full production and stuff <laughs> or even just like i mean my um uh my mom's whole family like worked at renfest fairs renfest together um which is like a, a kind of a next level it's more it's more similar to larping um yeah which was another thing that funnily enough you would think that um reactionaries would be super into but for the most part it seems like very dominated by like disney adults still mm -hmm. um but well, the, uh the reactionaries like war war reenacting that's true yeah and i was gonna say elon musk was a vampire the masquerade guy um, oh my god but <laughs> vampire the masquerade is kind of to larp the what um larp is to the rest of humanity i would say that <laughs> uh but the... i i think it it contributes to um this idea that because they aren't getting fulfilled by these uh by these these little like hamster water bottle droplets they're giving themselves and telling themselves that that's human interaction like we have like this other a new kind of like circulation of the conversation about male loneliness again and if there's anything that anyone ever takes from me on this podcast at like ignore everything else but i just want to make a public service announcement that like you know, trigger warning, men die from suicide more because they use guns. Women and marginalized genders attempt to kill themselves so much more than men. And I mean, we can go beyond that, but that is the kind of like the one little thing I want to contribute to anybody's idea of like, oh no, these poor men, they're like so uniquely ostracized from society when there's entire genres of female characters who are in so much media that we have a name for those kinds of women who like spark joy <laughs> in a boring Wait, dude's life. Meaning um, the- Like uh, Manic Pixie, Pixie Dream, Dream Girls. Girl. Like we have, yeah. we have entire genres dedicated to that, you know? totally and i think women who women men are, are you know we manage uh or i'm not a i'm not a woman but I'm, marginalized I marginalized gender i consider yeah. myself a fujoshi or a fujanshi yeah. either one and um that it's like a similar way of being like um where you're uh you're finding a lot of fulfillment in like fandom stuff mm -hmm. but it's still a community and like you still like go to the anime convention and see each other and you still like go like you still like are participating like reading each other's art like you 
you make art and you support each other's art and you like uh it's not necessary it's like not even really that tied to to money most of the time like with mm -hmm. like uh ao3 fan like fan fiction communities it's just like it it becomes a big industry like eventually like if it gets popular enough but like i it, i just it, yeah i don't see this as being an issue with loneliness mm -hmm. yeah I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of, I, I feel like the whole loneliness discourse is really burying the lead in most arenas because it just seems more kind of like people are talking to each other about how there's like a loneliness epidemic. And it's like, guys, you're like in the same room talking about how you're lonely. Like it, you're clearly having a different issue. Like you're not seeing that you are in the same room yes or you know yes. like yeah in, you're in the world like yeah to me i'm seeing it as an issue fundamentally with like some kind of like epistemology like there's some kind of issue with mm -hmm. like okay your experience of your physical surroundings and your experience of like your your interactions is being distorted by this discourse that's saying like Basically, you can't even trust what's real anymore. And actually, maybe there is no reality. And I'm kind of seeing more of like, I don't know, I was thinking of it in terms of like the Lacanian hysteria, where it's like the effort to have control or make something real is like driving these different relationships. Where it's like, I want to reify my loneliness by talking to you about it. Like, mm -hmm. okay, but you're talking to me about it, so we could be talking about anything. Like, it's, e it's easier to talk about loneliness than to talk about, like, I have no purpose. I have no, yes. there's nothing. Yeah. But then my, it's also, it's like, it's like, it's totally like taking these little nibbles of philosophy and being like oh well you know what i found out that reality is kind of subjective and it's sort of like based on these things that we're building together um but i'm gonna decide that i feel like there's nothing that we're building together even though like i'm currently having a conversation with other people and then i'm gonna say i don't have a purpose even though the whole entire like you can make a purpose for yourself and just have one and then just like try and fulfill that i guess which is becomes, the point well then it becomes what it what is people's problems why can't they get over their own um narcissism or whatever the fuck it is well and, like, i think there is a lot of helplessness emotionally yeah. and as as like i mean and it's it's i don't want to be like a i have no context for this but basically i work at a school and like talking to teachers there is something a little bit like with the post COVID kids in particular, but I would even say me like, and I'm a solid millennial, like there's, there's a lot of learned helplessness and a lot of fear in actually trying to do something with yourself because like, uh, the consequences feel much bigger than maybe they did in the past of like, you know, going going down a career path that like doesn't make a ton of sense like is a lot scarier now than it was like 20 years ago you know or let's say like 30 years ago well, um, it just seems also like the kid like kids 
I mean, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to be so a kids these say days kids. kind of thing. But, I'm going to be yeah. a kids these days kind of <laughs> for a minute. So sorry, everybody. You can skip ahead. But there's this whole thing that was really blowing my mind where people were trying to be like, no, no, no. If you're like 20 years old, you're super blackpilled and you actually don't think anything is real because mm. um, there's this thing that's happened with like political reality where everybody knows because of like, like all of the RFK voters who are just like spouting off all the time that are like, no, dude, you don't understand the CIA like made movies and everything is a construction and you can't even get to the point where you could do anything about it because the deep state is so deep that actually you're just a little puppet and you're in it but like it's cool to just like let it go because if you just like are a nihilist about it then that means you like win the game and they like know there's like oh 9-11 like everyone's obsessed with 9-11 everyone's like oh yeah bush did it oh my god that means like nothing is real if we hear anything happen on the news maybe it's fake if somebody tells me something happened to them maybe they're an op like mm. and it's the same thing that we see you know it's like people posting and they're like no, you know, we're trying to do this action. We're trying to do this protest. And it's like, yeah, well, who's paying you? Like, what's going on? Why is this? This isn't really happening. And then everyone is like making this whole like protection for themselves mm -hmm. where they're like, I know everything is a lie. I know everything is a lie. So the best thing I can do is lean into the lie, become the lie, play with the lie, dress up like the lie, and be like a little video game, beep boop, I'm a video game and you can't hurt me because I'm sarcastic. Like, yeah, or ironic, det ironic detachment. Like that's very rampant, that attitude. Yeah, um, and then it does, and then that's like what you were mentioning, like circling back around to like, no, it's not irony anymore. You really not, are just a little video game are. character. Like yeah. it, that's, you just are doing that and you are allowed to like break out of it. And basically like your life is going to be just as messed up either way because we're living at the end of a system that's like crumbling around us. So yeah, like trying to be an artist is going to be messed up at this point and trying to be like a carpenter. Software engineer. Yeah. A, so a software, yeah, yeah anything. Thing. trying to be anything is going to be messed up yeah. because we're hearing every single day about how like the problems are so insurmountable that basically we're like oh whoops um yeah the planet's burning way faster than we thought it ever could and um yeah we're supposed to do something but like what because we don't have the power so everyone's like oh i'm a small little bean oh no and it's like yeah i mean i guess but we could like choose you know reality if we're still like oh it's so permeable that they can tell us what reality is then we could also just as easily exactly the rise of the too. alt weekly the the rise of the alt weekly the alt weekly will rise again the local news uh papers and local news networks are going to rise again like as, i i agree as the larger I think it's, things it's got to happen yeah as yeah, the, because like it's paper. physical because the social media sites are like self-destructing uh and and when you i know did for the, everyone 
Oh no, no, sorry, I didn't mean. I, the, when, when I did the, the the panel at um for for David Turner's um mm. event uh at nowadays um I it, like I was like talking with all of these people who were just like it was like me and Liz Pelly were like the ones where we're like we're like okay, but like there's still like these thriving subcultures of right. like physical. Yeah. Uh, music media and physical art media that like are completely viable and still like you're still able to be a part of in like your local neighborhoods versus these like very black-pilled tech people who are like well look at the numbers on the streaming websites look at these numbers look at these numbers oh my god yeah the poor numbers kids cool you go you guys go ahead and build your crazy fucked up economy on your big fucked up numbers I'm cool building my little economy on my little fucked up numbers. I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so much, I I don't know, just that made me think about, like, the experience of trying to go out and actually connect with people who are making things and being like, yeah, I live, I live in a world where I go outside, I see my friends, I go to their place, I see what they're building. They're like making a thing in a room. You can go, you could even like put your hands on it. It's happening. Yes. And then they like, they're like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, money's bad, but then everybody's here. So I guess I'm a thing. Like, yeah, I think it, there is something to be said about like a lot of people are not in a position to literally go visit their friends physically but it's it's like beyond that it's like you can still be like building a community online in a productive way if you're actually trying to build up to something or like create genuine friendships um and that is kind of what like this is where i go very kids these days but uh that was kind of the nice part of like almost the semi garden walls of, of uh, BBS forums where like, you know, you can go walk and you could go walk into someone's house, but you're not going to in the same way that like you could. And sometimes people did like go raid other boards or something, but uh, uh, for the most part, you had a, a kind of small niche community talking about like your thing, and then you know, then you also had the 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 wacky board, right? Which would be anything you could talk about. Um, but I, I think that did foster friendships and and community, and it was really important for people in the same way that I think that like. Twitter has been really important for like, I know, especially the disabled community, a lot of people have been able to kind of movement build that way. Uh, But Twitter is getting completely fucked up. And like, I mean, everything is, yeah. Um, it, it it's it's just too big. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's like the thing we always it's come too back big. to. Exactly. It's yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Um, it's just stealing everybody's umbrella and then that's the why they, they Victoria's also, they, Secret in Soho. And they want to become banks. They all want to become banks, too, because then they become too big to fail. <laughs> and it's like... Yeah. People's, like, the, data bank. Yeah. Are, they are data banks, which is why yeah. I think Twitter ultimately hasn't um, collapsed and, pro- yeah. and and ultimately won't collapse. But it, it'll probably just change hands or something. Um, I really just want 
just keep feeling like I got so bummed out when like they changed the logo. I know that's like stupid, but like I mean, it's all it's dumb. It was dumb I, before I, I though. I felt like I was like, how can this stand? <laughs> My logo. <laughs> uh, Sorry um, for your loss. I know. It's so <laughs> difficult. I I don't know. Like yeah, for me, as long as I I can uh, talk to to other um, Fujoshi's on the internet, like I'll go to wherever they are. I don't, you know. But like, what the yeah. appeal? Even to me, like the appeal of Twitter is that I can like very easily search my old tweets and find my shit. Yeah. Like, because I like to use the internet that way, um, where I'm like. I can reference it's like almost like a notes thing and I can just mm -hmm. pull it up and reference it. Um, but then it's fucked up if your shit gets deleted because you uh, threatened mm -hmm. the life of a senator. <laughs> oh boy. Because <laughs> that's why it's too big because the senators shouldn't even be on there. They shouldn't even be on there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, public officials should only, it should only be a one-way street. You should just be able to uh, they should only be able to reply to com <laughs> comments that you make to them. It needs to be every single, you know, yeah, they shouldn't outside, have of, rights. outside of they the shouldn't city, have they any shouldn't rights. have rights. No. They shouldn't have rights to, to, to control what other people, like uh, how how other people communicate with them. They, they, they should be yeah. a book. In fact, the the election process should feel more like a curse. Yes. <laughs> it it really should be, should be oh, like that okay, theoretical from, yes. like, from the golden bough. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where like in and like this theory that possibly in ancient Crete you'd like be king for a year and then be killed, yeah. sacrificed yeah. Yeah. for the next sun king. Um yeah. that's all senator. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, God, I hope it's like, oh, hey, you know what? We noticed that uh, Mr. Joe Schmo over there is getting a little bit big for his britches. It seems kind of like he wants to be a leader. Maybe we should elect him. Elect him. <laughs> Show him what's up. Dog him to the end of time until he falls down dead with exhaustion. You're working for us. But... Yeah. Put, put in the stocks. And have to walk around and do your thing like that. You're using a Humiliated. split keyboard, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> you don't. You yeah. Your bank account is liquidated upon your. <laughs> uh... Yeah, wait. They don't have to die. We just like they. They just have to be owned by the public. So we just you... we, we get everything <laughs> that, like every you know, it gets completely distributed. They could die though. It's that's they're, fine too. They're mortal. They're mortal. The last, oh, the last, the last bow to tie around NPCs, uh, they become Marina Abramovich or then the piece that she basically was ripping off, Yoko Ono's cut piece. Uh, Marina Abramovich had a, had a piece called Rhythm Zero where she had a bunch of uh, objects out and was like, I'm just the, I'm just a girl. I don't know what you're going to do to me. Like, you can do whatever you want. Are you going to kill me? Uh, which was a ripoff of Yoko Ono who did right. cut piece where she had a pair of scissors, she was wearing a suit. People could cut off as much of the, the her clothing as they wanted. Uh, and both those people, in my opinion, they are stupid pieces, but that's exactly what should happen to senators. 
<laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Hell yeah. At cut the piece, end. Cut piece for Senate. At the end, you get cut pieced. Yeah, cut piece for Senate. <laughs> yeah. For uh, my like final thought, I guess, is the um about like I, in the past couple of years, I've gotten into into drag because drag it's like, um, like yeah, you want to you want to be the video game, be the video game. <laughs> like figure figure that out. Like like do body modifications. Like whether it's temporary or permanent. Like like you want to be a man, do it. Take HRT. You want to be a woman, fucking do it. Like get fem fe feminization surgery. Like um go just keep going if that's like what helps you to get through that that bump of like i'm depressed i can't go i can't make meaning out of my life i can't whatever, yeah or whatever bitch maybe you need hrt maybe you need like you don't something. have to you don't have to say i'm just trying to live forever over here you can just take and, and, the feminizing it doesn't have to be medicalized it could just be like maybe i need to put on a dress and a wig and like go yeah crazy maybe i need to you don't get have to kink and fetish stuff like you try don't have to out. get a blood transfusion from your son no you can just oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely can... on hrt <laughs> by the way non-feminizing estrogen don't you understand <laughs> it's the stuff that doesn't make you girl oh <laughs> <laughs> No, it's cool. not gay or anything. Oh, no. come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel very like um, empowered by being like, okay, you know, we were all into like OC culture when we were like on DeviantArt. You are an OC. You are an OC. You okay, are the OC of it. your life. <laughs> oh my God. I live in such a different headspace. Lucia, grow one. Angel wing Gemini, and so one she can... devil wing. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I just like, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to perform anything. It's fine to not want to perform. I mean, you're well adjusted. You're not like a fucking Kikiko Mori internet yeah. child. Like you... I spent like 20 out of the past 30 days like crying in bed. Mm-hmm. But I don't. It doesn't make me want to perform. Yeah, but it. You have other ways of doing your art, though. That's what all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, like, I just think that we have like such a overemphasis on like finding answers through doing these things that other people can validate and like. I don't know that kind of. I'm like, all right, but. Isn't that just like another facet of addiction? And like, mm -hmm. how come, you know, I'm, it's like, do I have fun? Sure. Do I play around? Yeah. But do I see it as like a path to salvation or like a path to empowerment? I'm like, yeah, is this like, like to play around and have fun? I don't know. But then I'm like, you know, these things that are happening are, it's like, I can't like focus that much on myself because then I'm like, ah, oh, geez, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like connecting if I'm focusing on what I am. So I just try to think as little as possible about what I am. Cause I'm like, oh God, it doesn't matter. Cause I'm aging. 
and I'm just getting closer to death. So it doesn't really matter what I am because I'm like, I'm mortal. That's like over, that's like the cloud over everything is like, fuck, there's nothing I can do. And then I'm like, okay, well, what do I want to get done? And like, maybe I can push myself to get something to exist outside of me that's not me. But I don't know what that means entirely, except to be like, okay, there's like a philosophical issue that I'm trying to, to like, get out through art. But it is entirely like, up against this whole like oh shit everyone i love is only here for a short time and i'm only here for a short time and like how do i live without regrets you know like how do i try to heal the relationships in my life like how do i try to make other people feel like they're good like i can't i can't think of myself as like oh, all I need to do is like try on different things on me and then I'll be better because I tried. Min- that's very minimizing of what it is to to perform too because it's not necessarily about um, fo- like, like it's it's not necessarily about like just like the, the spotlight and like just yourself and like how you are, what you're wearing or whatever. It's also about the community that's there and like all of the the different building blocks that have like like that you've collected and and the throughout history like of the the like um type of performance and like the like work on the craft like within community like it it, it's to me like going out like even if i'm not performing going out to like see a show is like a community event it's not like about the individual performers that I'm going to see necessarily. Um, you yeah, know think I mean? of that as like different than what I'm talking about though. Cause I think about, I guess, clarifying what I say as performance is like the everyday experience of being like a subject. Because I, I feel like when you're online and people are posting and they're like, just yassify yourself and then you're gonna be good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm like no actually that's not because it's like yeah when you're going out and you're performing for others and you're actually putting a show together you're like constructing something that's based on like playing with these archetypes and you're like oh wait a minute like i realize i can embody this thing to talk about something else so you're like yeah you're communicating with a like and you're communing yeah like that's that sorry i'm like not using words very effectively no 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 it's good it's good to clarify because yeah we are talking about because we're we're talking about like uh different things at once because it it's what you're going back to is like npc yeah because i'm still stuck in this whole thing of like wait what does it mean to be like beep boop i'm the thing that you want me to be and I'm online and you can always reach me and I'm a subject then you can interact with and make me do things. And like, that's how I present myself as a human being because every single day you have to be on the internet and you have to like present yourself as something. And I'm kind of like, okay, wait, this is the source of my anguish. Like, 
I don't want to present myself. I want to present my ideas. But Word, yes. if you're doing that through drag, that's your art. And that's like a vehicle that helps you connect with others and also helps you connect with like the fucked up cages that we're all stuck inside of because this like the presentation world makes gender into a cage. Right. And then like, yeah, like being queer, having this like fluid existence and going between identities is the only way that you can get out of it. Yeah. And it's like what, like you were saying before, like, like even if it's just like getting in touch with like your kinks, like it just like acknowledging yeah. that, like it doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be medicalized, doesn't have to be makeup. It doesn't have to be like whatever. It's just like there's there's got to be like healthy expressions of of these feelings that aren't just like completely like submit to the computer screen and just continue to be on computer screen and, and be domed, be domed by computer screen. Yeah, because at least those you're actually going out and interacting and interfacing with other humans. <laughs> like it, like in the flesh you can breathe the same air and fucking maybe yeah because there's always this thing of like oh there's no one around and no everyone oh it's like i'm in this place where there's nobody and it's like well how do you know there's nobody like if you're not out there like you're not seeing maybe everybody's like a kinky little freak that you could get into i don't know like <laughs> you could have more in common than you think if you try but I mean, obviously, there's people that are sitting in the middle of like, you know, they're like surrounded by Nazis or something. And I'm like, yeah, get out of there, obviously. But I don't know. I guess I just feel like everything is so extreme and everything is so much about like modifying yourself so that you can keep presenting that, you know, just in terms of like the, the culture that we've built mm -hmm. and you know, there are these like pressure release valves in there somewhere, but I like to think that maybe there's a way to connect with reality without like being viewed as the thing doing the thing. Like you can maybe more directly be like, you know, it's like, I'm not making a movie about a protest. I'm having a protest. Yes. That kind of thing. Yes. You know, it's like, I'm not showing you that I'm like, oh, guys, I'm such a leftist. Like, I'm this, I'm that, I'm posting. I'm like, I don't, dude, like, I've been offline pretty much. Like, I'm not on Twitter. I, I check Instagram. I, I have a 30 minute timer on Instagram and I barely ever hit it. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like in the world trying to like do stuff. And feeling like everybody is like, oh, 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 I'm addicted. I have to post. And I'm like, but, okay, but, <laughs> all right, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a Gemini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, yeah. I, I, I. We all want to be you. We want to be like. <laughs> I try to call <laughs> people great. on the phone and then I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I love talking on the phone. I mean, that's why I love being a podcaster. I love talking on the phone. It's like, <laughs> it's like way more humane to talk on the phone than to be in a fucking Twitch chat. I tell you that much. Way more humane. Or to be on Twitter or to be on Instagram. Just to be on a little phone call is even that. It's like, even if you can't like, yeah, get to the step of like going out and uh, being a freak in the real world, um, 
you could have an online knitting circle in a zoom or whatever like it's like it's you true. Know, that, even that is like more healthy than watch I mean, movies on discord yeah bringing it bringing it back constructing the real was a project about this like can we actually do something together that's not about just taking in content and then blurbing something about it right and we put on a bunch of classes and learned things Mm -hmm. together and did our own presentations about like historical events and like arts and culture movements and like it can be done and absolutely and, yeah. and, and the public library is another great place to like, you know, take free classes, like organize free classes. People will come if you build a thing. I mean, that's what I like about nightlife stuff and and like daytime programming at DIY spaces like zine fairs. Like you can do that. Like you can do it. All the energy that we have to spend pretending we know what we're doing at our jobs. We could also be doing <laughs> <laughs> pretending we we know how to start a, a a knitting circle or if you print out a bunch of flyers and set up like a little card table somewhere you'll make a friend it's true it's true uh look you're lonely do what my grandfather did when he was striking out hard in like in 1960 uh print up little calling cards and say i think you're cute give me a call sometime and then just hand them out, Aww. and then get married to the first woman you handed out to. Is that what like, he did? That's... Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, my God. whole family's autistic. Like the whole thing, <laughs> drenched. That's adorable. But it takes great. So it's beautiful. And like it takes it takes so much courage because like yeah, you you might get fucking rejected, and you just work yeah. through it. That's like what we we're saying before. You just keep going. Mm-hmm. Who cares if you get rejected? Who cares if people? But to me, I'm like, who gives a shit if I don't pass? Who cares if I yeah. get fucking mammed? Who cares? Like, it's it makes it all that much better when I'm like in a space where I'm accepted. Like, it just you know, you know, it hurts a little bit, but it's like, you know, it makes me stronger. I'm Goku. I'm in the pressure chamber. Oh my god! <laughs> Anybody listening to this, if you accept this into your heart, we're gonna appear in your dreams and all be like clapping around you in a oh, circle, going, "Congratulations! Congratulations! You've gotten the robot!" Oh yeah! <laughs> and or Shinji you got out of the robot. Not got sure. Out of okay, the yeah. Robot well, critically, getting real. Critically, the the Kawaru. This is straight. Me, straight men do not understand. There is a the the part of Evangelion where. Shinji could uh, Shinji had Kawaru and could have been yes. like, oh, I could just be gay. I could yeah. fuck off, be gay. Yeah. And Literally. he could have gone that way too. He could have gone that way too. That's true. <laughs> There's always that option open for you, men. Always. Straight guys, g- gay people, we love conversion. We love fucking conversion. Convert <laughs> all day. Indoctrinate. Groomers. Only love and art will save you. The end. Bye. <laughs> wow. Let's have fun. Wow. Have fun. How long have we been going? Forever. <laughs> uh, and there's no timer on this thing. <laughs> Did you stop it? No. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Thank you for your support. And thank you, Patreon. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun.